0: Welcome back to Rocky Minute The daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time I'm Doug Greenberg And I'm Jason Haynes Joining us again for Minute 78 Matt Marchand from Canada Matt, what's up? Hey, guys.
1: Can we get a correct pronunciation of of, of your name? And then tomorrow I want... Marchand. Marchand.
0: Marchand. I want to you roll the R. You got to roll the Marchan. R. Marchand.
1: Marchand. <laughs> Marchand. Marchand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I want to hear
1: it done right tomorrow.
0: <laughs> We're butchering this. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt and all the French Canadians up there.
1: Yes, that's
0: Okay. <laughs> What is that fog? I don't know, man.
1: It pops up every once in a while. Uh,
0: today, today we're knocking out Minute 78, which mm. begins with Pauly... Re- that was Chris uh, messaging me. Oh, was it? Mm. Oh, okay. That's that's your uh, text message going off? Yeah. Today, we're knocking out Minute 78, which begins with Pauly realizing he can't mess with Rocky. No. And it ends with Rocky turning down Adrian's advances. Ooh. Gonna Uh-oh. get
1: saucy here on Rocky Minute shortly. <laughs>
0: saucy. So Rocky Rocky throws a few more punches at the meat, and they cut to Pauly kind of uncomfortably adjusting his hat. Uh, he's realizing that Rocky isn't the soft type that you can mess with, push around, insult, talk about his best gal. So he's got that same intense look in his eye when he, he walks over to Pauly.
1: Before Paulie says his line here, um, you can tell that Paulie just saw something in Rocky that he's never really seen before, that fire, that... Like that, wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's—I mean, he's never. Has Paulie ever seen Rocky fight? I don't think so.
2: I would say no. Yeah, probably not. He—he he kind of—it kind of feels like he's stumped. Like he's just kind of long away.
1: But you figure, like all along, if he's never seen him fight, he—he he just knows the lovable, big, dumb, glute that he is. All this time, probably in the back of your head, being like, "This guy's gonna fight the world champion," like. But now he sees that, and he his demeanor change, and you could tell he saw saw there that, "Hey, man, this guy's not terrible." It's a power. Both nope. the ribs.
2: He, he knows. Like, kind of touch on it a little bit in. Oh, I forget which one it is. Mm. I don't want to say five. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure if it's three or four. Whereas, like, remember the neighborhood. That might be five. Is that five? I don't know. It might be either three or
0: five. Yeah, I don't think it's four. I know four, like the back of my hand. Um, four.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Classic. Legendary. I might watch it when I go home tonight. I like to watch it around Christmas time.
0: <laughs> well, the fight takes place on Christmas, so why not? Uh, so, Paulie knows pretty much that he lost this this battle of wits. So, uh, he kind of just hands Rocky the meat. Rocky takes it and without
2: a word, he just walks away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, his hands are all... It's that intensity. Yeah. Bloody. Even when he's real close up to him, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: That's how I collect my meat at Wegmans. <laughs> Same way.
2: <laughs> Bloody hands and all.
1: Bloody hands, I kinda of take I stare at the butcher for a couple seconds.
0: Uh, <laughs> Stallone tells a story about how he permanently flattened out his knuckles from
2: punching the meat here. Yeah. Is that Is that it? Or are you gonna tell some of the story or it's Yeah, he said that his knuckles were like his, his like hands were flat after that. After
0: Yeah, like your knuckles have the, the nubs. The bumps, the knuckle bumps, those apparently are f- all flattened out from this scene and, I guess, the, the next punching scene. Yeah. Yeah, in the meat house with Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I, love, uh, I love it when Paul in the background I'm like, hey, the little guy's in the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little guy.
0: <laughs> that is a good scene. Uh, I said we
2: weren't talking about Jimmy Gambino, and they were talking about... Uh... Oh, dude, that, that interview was was crazy i had no idea that was coming i was listening to you guys and you guys were doing the the locker the locker episode right mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i'm gonna contact him and, and see if he'll like i can get him on the show and talk about you know maybe what it was like to, to work on that set yeah and i sent him a message and his son his son like answered me back right away he was like yeah yeah we should do this we should get together you know uh, whatever, and then there's a couple of times that I thought I could have him in, but you know, it's just like, okay, well, either my wife was here and I couldn't record, or we had to kind of like uh, push it back a couple of days because I was working too, right? Uh, I was working some pretty crazy hours. So then, uh, when the day came, oh, like I was talking to Chris right before <laughs> the show, and I'm like, I didn't have any time to look him up, like, oh, yeah. I didn't have any time. And, and I was, I asked Chris, you want to lead, and Chris was like, yeah. And then we went into that interview, and I just did not see that powerhouse coming at me. That was so... So you weren't prepared at all for that? No, I had no idea that was going to happen. And then after the after the interview, I was like, man, I'm so glad I asked you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you, both of you sounded dumbfounded when you're trying to... Yeah, I was stumped. Like, like a couple of times when he was asking me questions, I just did not know how to answer. Yeah,
0: he's he, he was very intense. I um, bef- A few weeks before you guys did that episode I called him and he kind of gave me the same story that that he did with you guys and he thought that I was trying to do like an expose that I was gonna blow the lid off off the fraud that is Sylvester Stallone and I was like look man, i I'm just trying to celebrate the Rocky movies you know I don't really want to go down that road and uh, but he he went off, man. For like forty minutes, I was talking to him, and I barely said a word because it was much of the same as what you guys put out. So when when Chris put out the notice that you guys were gonna have Jimmy on, I I said just
2: beware of what you're getting yourself into, <laughs> and and he said you I I okay. I felt like he felt like he was being censored in a way because it was kind of like he was testing this in a way, mm-hmm. like feeling you out. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't want to come off like a joke. Probably, I'll probably, I probably will talk to him again. But I don't want all of that, how, like, there's a point in the uh, interview where he was saying that he'd give us the real juicy stuff. Yeah. prove to be who we we were. Oh, oh, right. And I don't want that. I just want to hear about his experiences. I don't want, you know, all that conspiratorial. Yeah. I just want to get to know him from him. And I think that 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 was the original intention, but I think it just got lost in how he's dealt with stuff in the media before in the past. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, we wanted to get him on the to do the boxing scene since he he was the technical guy on, on the crew, but he, he, <laughs> he wasn't really into it, so uh, we decided against it, but hey. He definitely has a story to tell, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. And if anybody wants to to know what we're talking about, go listen to Stallone Fanatics, the great Jimmy Gambina episode. A tie
2: in there. He, he was like, a, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to talk to him. It's just that I didn't, I didn't, I was totally unprepared for that. Yeah. I just thought, okay, we'll just go in and talk to them like how we normally talk to guests and it just went the other way. Was so I'm glad we did it. I think in the end I wanted to cut out a couple of things, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris talked me out. He was like, "No, we gotta do it. We gotta we gotta play the whole tape." So I was like, "You know what? You're right." Yeah, it was like a little bit over an hour, I think it was of. Yeah,
0: Jimmy sing a whole lot, and you guys sing very little.
2: <laughs> and that that way, you know, it was kind of like I felt like that way he he's kind of heard. You know, he he got to say what he wanted to say. But uh, there's a there's another version of that that's an hour longer. That might be coming out. Whoa. Look at that for a teaser. teaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a three-eighth, over three-hour version of that that might come out. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my God. Early in the year.
0: Uh, well, this is airing early in the year, so it might be out when you guys hear this.
2: Yeah, maybe the link will be in the description on this video.
0: Look at that, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> See that? Timing is everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: Polly says. You do that to Apollo Creed to put us in jail for murder. Murder. <laughs> but he changes his tune really quick after, you know, talking shit to Rocky. And then and all of a sudden it's... But, I mean, Rocky's reaction to that is he turns and gives him a little wave before leaving. Paulie says, I'll see you tomorrow. It, it's like like there's an understanding. Like, Paulie is going to be an asshole. Rocky's going to put him in his place. And then they're buddies again. But how? You're right. Oh. Okay. Oh,
1: a little tired today um I look like how Paul like like you you do to Apollo creed they're gonna put us in jail for murder like how did you get involved in this whole thing? <laughs> he just he asked Rocky earlier if he could be part of it like hold the towel or you know some get involved and Rocky just pretty much blew him off mm-hmm. but now he just like assumed that he was going to be part of now it's a we kind of thing of throw us in jail yeah. for murder murder
0: mm-hmm. Uh in the script at the end of the scene it says Paulie's bleary eyes reveal a fearful respect and slight resentment.
1: I see that. That comes Which, across. It
0: definitely comes across.
1: After this shot of uh, of liquor.
0: Yeah, he takes a hearty swig of old what what, what old granddad. What do we say it was Wild Turkey? Wild
2: Turkey I think we said. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of whiskey. It's funny to think that the other thing I love about what you guys do is the script stuff. Mhm. Oh, you get to I love that. Like when you guys were talking about like uh Gazzo maybe being Rocky's brother at one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so blown away by it. That was like that. Wow. That was amazing. I think it was. It might have been last week or the
0: week before. There is a whole bit that Rocky and... Oh, when they're at the cheesesteak place. Did you say cheesecake or cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> Back to that. That the cheesesteak place, uh, it plays out where um, Gazzo and Rocky... Gazzo's talking to Rocky, like alluding to the fact that they're brothers instead of... Boss and employee kind of relationship. I mean, that's not airing for a couple of weeks, so
1: check back. But when you're listening to this, it already aired.
0: Yeah, this whole it's <laughs> like an existential <laughs> thing that I can't really wrap my head around with the recording and the airing dates. But
1: so when you heard him say that it's coming up in a couple of weeks, it happened
2: a couple of weeks a ago. couple <laughs> weeks
1: ago. So we hope you heard it. If not, go back and check it out.
2: I'm in the same kind of boat. I'm like when I when I started the new show, everything got. Backlogged and backlog from the old show And there was a lot of stuff I didn't know If I was going to use it or not So everything kind of sat mm-hmm. there For over a year, right? And then I started doing new interviews And then they kind of joined in there Oh, man uh, Yeah, I kind of feel you, like man Because when <laughs> it all comes out there's, It's, oh my god, there's so much
0: hey, You don't know which way is up and down For Christ's sake Exactly We cut to a close-up of Rocky's hands As Adrian is unwrapping the bloody bandages Clearly exhausted from his workout, the run, then the uh, meat punching. She asks, she asks him if he wants her to rub him down with mm. a naughty little smile.
1: Dirty Adrian, <laughs> this is a family movie, girl.
0: She starts running her hands up his legs. Like, yeah. where, where did this girl come from? I know.
1: Yeah. This, this shy introvert,
0: more confident. Yeah. It's
2: she's- weird too because like Rocky's like in the first part of the movie, Rocky's always he's trying to get her, and she's kind of like. Always backing off, and now it's kind of like the opposite, where she's she's kind of like going for him, and he's he's backing off.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, he, he it took him so long to break through this wall, mm-hmm. and now he's turning her down. Like, uh, what does that do for her insecurities?
2: But we we know we know like what kind of life she has to have lived just living with Holly, right? Yeah. So she's got all that stress, you know, and then now we see that flipped around, where before she was playing, you know, she has all these. The stress and maybe like the problems of her life and everything. Now it kind of flips around. Mm-hmm. Rocky's really stressed out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of setting her out. We're gonna get a little bit more of it tomorrow, but it definitely comes through. I mean, it's not like Rocky doesn't want to make sweet love to his.
1: Well, the, first of all, this is a relatively new relationship. It's only a couple days old. Mm-hmm. Usually, like in the beginning, you don't turn that down for nothing, right? Love making,
0: unless you have the weight of the world sitting it's on your shoulders still. with this fight. It's not the women weaken legs thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. you it's, know you could also tell this is a new relationship because Rocky comes home, he's tired, aged enough to give him a rub down. When's the last time you came home from work or the gym <laughs> and you were and you were tired and, and like you were and, and your wife was like, Oh, you need me to give you a rub down? <laughs>
2: like, oh, never. <laughs> like Never. Never Yeah, but you know what my wife does when I'm like, I'll come home, I'll uh, I'll be like, Oh, can I have a bag? she'll be like, No. Or whatever. And then later on, when I'm sleeping, because I, I run around a lot all night, so my feet always hurt. Right. So, no. I do, so like come in and and take her thumbs and put them in the bottom of my feet, like stab me the bottom of my feet to wake me up. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> you think that's funny, but trust me, it's not. It's funny.
0: I thought you meant to lovingly give you a foot massage. I think
2: when I get when I get home
1: from the gym or something, and I'm laying on the couch, and I make a comment about how like my back is sore, my legs are sore from for whatever. It's usually followed by, is it all you're going to do is complain all the
0: time? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to go to the gym. <laughs>
1: right? You're the one, the one that wanted to go to the gym. Now I have to see a list of you complain about going to the gym. If you just didn't go to the gym, you wouldn't be sore. I wouldn't be hearing you complain about it. Everybody would be happy.
2: You know I'm not alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but early on, it's like, oh, let me to give you a rub down.
0: We should put up a poll question: How many guys encounter this type of resistance from their their wives? That's
2: how I'm calling Chris: We got to do a podcast with all the wives. Oh yeah, get them all on, like the the wives of the Expendables of podcast radio, and just have all the <laughs> wives on. Well, Jay mentions his wife as much
0: as he mentions Stallone. So I'm
2: just I <laughs>
1: I'm just trying to test to see if she listens or not, and, and so far no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a resounding no.
1: Unless all those times I ask her what's wrong and she goes, nothing, unless that's she was listening. <laughs> she just hasn't told me yet. It's like one of those things, you know, women always like build shit up. Like you ask him a hundred times what's wrong, it's always nothing. And then like all of a sudden you do something and then you say something and then it all comes out, all oh, the problems. Yeah. It's going to be like one day, I'll be like, what's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. Can you just tell me what's wrong? Well, I've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> Since all, day one. I've listened to day one. I've heard every episode.
2: I'll be like, oh, all right. <laughs>
0: Well. Boy. Yeah, that would be bad.
2: I love them. I love them.
0: I mean, it would be good because we can certainly use the numbers, but at what price?
1: And then after she tells me about all the things I said, I'll be like, you've listened to the podcast. I don't see your five-star review on iTunes. (laughs) Clearly don't support our dreams.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Anybody else have anything for this minute? Good, Jay? Yeah. Okay. All right, Matt. Why don't you put your plugs in? Give us the websites, the podcasts. Where can everybody find
2: you? We're, uh, Rambo Media is on YouTube at Studio Red Band. you Red... a text message first. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> uh, Studio Red Band 2 on YouTube has uh, a few episodes of the new show, but um, it's a little bit different. Those ones have like uh, intros on them, which mm-hmm. uh, we took away. Okay. Uh, but you can that. see some, some really great guests on there. And HCU uh, is coming out. should be on archive.org sometime this month. We're going to drop uh, a lot of content on there. So you can kind of like, you can kind of see some other great Stallone movies that you maybe never thought you'd ever get to see, like Gale Force. We do a complete rundown of the script of Gale Force. Wow. We just got our hands on Cliffhanger 2. What? Yeah, The damn. Cool. And um, we talk a little bit about Hunter as well. Rambo Five, uh, we do some actual readings from that. We got um, why am I going blank? And I got so much, so many great Stallone things in there. Um, there's there's just there's like a ton coming.
0: There's no shortage of of Stallone stuff. If you if anybody out there is is a big Stallone fan, I mean between you guys what you're doing and and the Slycast, there's more than enough Stallone to go around. So check out all that stuff because it's really I mean it's it's entertaining, you guys do it in a fun way. It's funny, you know. Check it out, man.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. We we just hang out and hang out with your best friends, you know. It's great. We also got a version of uh Demolition Man from eighty nine, which uh the script that was tailored for the infamous showdown between Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal. We we Ooh look at that. We do a lot of them. All right. And I just finally got my hands on all the uh, the outtakes for that, for Demolition Man with Stallone fighting Ventura Fanatics. Stallone Fanatics, please check that out. Yeah, That's great. Don't. And Rambo Mania 2 podcast, which should be starting anytime, uh, anytime now. It's all in the can. First season's ready to go. We just got to uh, record the uh, season finale, and we're, we're done. And you can uh, hear great interviews with uh, David Morrell, creator of Rambo, Stephen Chang, VC Commander, First Blood, um Matt Marston wrote in, Julia Nixon wrote in, Patrick Stack, Lieutenant Clinton Morgan got some stuff with him on there. I'm um, sorry if I'm leaving anyone out, but there's a a lot in there. Harry Mock from Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And me and Chris hanging out. So I'd love to have you guys on there. Yeah, I'd love to join. Yeah, maybe for like uh, First Blood or, or Rambo 2. And on, yeah. I, the next thing I'm going to be picking up now, now that we, we just covered on Stallone for Halloween around Halloween, we covered the, um, the lost origin, like Rambo's lost origin story from first blood okay. that Stallone wrote. So we'll probably recover that as well as a uh, first version of, um, Rambo that David Morrell wrote before he wrote first blood. So that's coming out. And then, uh, we might even take a look at the uh, John Travolta script. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see that? I mean,
0: if there was one person that would do a ramble podcast, it sounds like you're the the guy to do it. So, <laughs> so good luck with all of that.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We are Rocky Minute on Twitter and Facebook. We have a listener's page called Mighty Mix, and we're on DuelingGenre.com. And on iTunes and email is RockyMinute at gmail.com. So check in on all our stuff and like our pages and join the discussion. And Matt, if you can come back tomorrow for 79, is that sound like a plan? Yeah, that's my number, man, 79. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we'll talk to all you tomorrow on the next Rocky Minute.